0: And welcome to Grounded Sounds. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for listening to us. Well, how's it going, Abel?
1: Things are going good.
0: Good. End of
1: September, can you believe it?
0: How's the baby's room coming along? The
1: baby's room is in full-blown disaster area status right now. (laughs) Um, All the walls are down. Um, My house has fewer rooms Mm -hmm. and way fewer walls. Mm -hmm. Um, And the baby will be here at the first of the year. So, you know, there's a time. There's a timeline
0: goodness I know countdown
1: countdown's on it's almost October I mean it's gonna be a couple days
0: well I got to have lunch with your wife this week and I will say her boobs are looking really good
1: they're always (laughs) but especially
0: I mean I know that they always look good but they are looking good that's it's one of the perks I know the children she and she has her pregnant glow and
1: she's definitely glowing Right now, she is. I'm so glad you guys went to lunch too. She needed a lunch the other day, and um, it's you and Julie Scott. It yes, was wonderful. Yes, and um, I'm really, really happy you guys got to do that.
0: that I am too. Awesome. It was I was kind of
1: jealous I didn't get to go, but
0: a much needed girls, girls' lunch, <laughs> girls only. Um, and yes, for I'm those take of you, Dustin you, to lunch. Oh, yes, you should. Yes, <laughs> you and Dustin and Jason and Ob Jason. from yep. Papa John's can all go to lunch together. Speaking
1: of which, I could use some pizza.
0: I know. You know Papa John's has been very kind to sponsor (laughs) our podcasts and send pizza, and I haven't hit him up in a while. Uh, We may.
1: (laughs) I didn't. I don't need any more pizza. I am definitely winning the baby weight race. By the way.
0: The sympathy weight. Yes,
1: I have, I've gained way more weight than Carrie. Like she's not even close. I think I'm gonna win it. She I'm, looks
0: amazing. I'm in I it mean, for the long really haul. Like,
1: I, I, think, I think I've got this one.
0: Well, we'll get your medal. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Papa John's
1: and Anthem.
0: That's right. <laughs> and, and it's great to have Anthem as a sponsor in the studio as We've well. We've got
1: a band in the studio and they're enjoying some Anthem beers.
0: Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. We have the happily entitled today. And um, we're, yeah, we all love having Anthem.
1: Before we get off of sponsors, we need to talk about listener supported podcasting. We do. Uh, we're coming up on a sponsorship drive. It's going to go all the way through the month of October. And really, the only way that we get to bring you this amazing content week after week is from support of listeners. Mm -hmm. And now that we've been on the air for, what is this, a month or two now? Yeah. A while. Yeah. I think maybe some people are listening. I had someone come in the shop the other day (laughs) and made a point to say, Abel, I want you to know that people are listening and we appreciate what you're doing. And uh, bands, too. Some of the musicians uh, have heard positive feedback as well. That is awesome. If you're tuning in every week and you want to say, hey, I would really like to support what Abel and Jen and the local music scene are doing, uh, please go to mostlyharmless.media. There's no .com or anything. It's just mostly harmless, mostlyharmless.media. And click on the support tab, and um, you can just kind of sponsor sponsor the show. Um, $10, $20. Bucks, Really does go a long way. Shoot, if you want to do a hundred or a thousand dollars, that works too.
0: We will not say no to that.
1: Not at all. And one of the perks of being a sponsor of this show, Mm -hmm. when you go to support us, be sure to click on the uh, Grounded Sounds is my favorite podcast. And I want to donate a hundred bucks because I like listening to you guys every week. And we don't charge for it; it's all put out free. Um, We're going to start releasing some exclusive content, maybe some uh, live performances, Mm -hmm. uh, some behind the scenes interview stuff like you're going to be doing Mm -hmm. you're in a couple we or you were doing last week Mm -hmm. in nashville yep we're september
0: 28th today Mm -hmm.
1: that's right Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and
1: then um also after the pledge drive is going to go all the way through october there's going to be an exclusive members only event
0: Ooh!
1: right here
0: and we're going to make that cool
1: oh we're just going to show up
0: It's gonna be cool.
1: Hey, you and I mean you might wonder where we record this thing and we're always talking about how great the podcast studio is. And yes. it is yes. it's fantastic. That's right. And we really wanna have an event just um, you know, say thanks to the people that have gone and supported us and the other podcasts on the network, but especially us.
0: I agree and thank you for you know mentioning that because um it's it is exciting to hear when people are listening so yeah. everybody out there thank you and and um, even if it's just like two or five bucks or whatever that is it doesn't mean that you have to um commit a lot but just even a little bit goes a long way so if everybody that listens commits like five bucks that'd would... be
1: like at least two hundred dollars
0: right that that supports our show <laughs> that's a, I know two hundred dollars I mean, would support our on, show that's sure. right
1: actually it'd be way more than two hundred bucks we have I saw the numbers. We have some listeners.
0: Ooh, are we growing? We're
1: growing. This yes. little baby podcast is, is getting up there.
0: It's well I have to I mean uh, Stephen Tyler works his booty Absolutely. off to do this stuff and that's I mean that's where it goes. I mean he is in the studio all the time editing and you know recording and he just he really does. He I mean, does such a great job and he's taking control controlled in here. Yes it, it is. Wonderful yeah here. that's right. There's air good. and yeah.
1: We've got a Roomba. <laughs> I mean this place. That's right. It's not paying for itself
0: <laughs> no it's not so that's where um any commitments go so if you want to support us please do uh, again mostly harmless dot media yeah. Click and on the support tab. Click on the support tab. Well, yes. And um, so Seller Adore has some changes that we are currently in the midst of making. Cool. Um, we are going to be more media focused. And when I say more media focused, we're going to be exclusively media focused. Um, yes. So we are focusing on the podcast and on our music blog. Um, mm-hmm. And we have had an incredible two years of doing different events and um, bookings and we've done fire distribution and we've done all these different areas of um, local music. And it's been a really fulfilling two years, but I think um, we are just to a point where it's time to uh, shrink our footprint just a little bit so we can really give it our all to our podcast and our blog. And we have, I know I've mentioned several times Evan Jarvix, who is our blog editor, but he has just, I mean, he has like taken that blog and run. I mean, he has just done such a great job. And so I praise him often, but, um, I just really want to be able to give him the support he needs and, um, to grow the blog. And obviously we're growing the podcast. And so I'm really excited. Me I think too. it's going to be a new chapter in you it. Wear a lot of hats. Jen. Yeah, I do. I do. And with V3, I know we have some fun stuff coming up for 2017 and so uh yeah, there's just there's that's a lot awesome. going on. I'm
1: excited to hear that
0: Yeah, I'm too and this the podcast has been so wonderful. It's and been very
1: exciting and a really fulfilling cool thing to be able to do every week.
0: I agree. So that's where I want to um, put a lot of my time and energy and so yes, we will. we're going to keep rolling with it. So thank you for the everyone out there and yeah. we hope to continue to move okay. forward with it I'll be here if you will. I will.
1: Nice. I'm showing
0: up. I'm showing up. (laughs) Cool. So we're talking to you today, Jen. So we have um, Nikki Eller in the studio today. Hello, Nikki. Hello. So Nikki and I... um, Actually, have a direct project that we're working on together. Um, Nikki has to give a little bit of background for our listeners. Nikki has organized a walk um, called Walk for Freedom, um, and she, this is her second year to organize it. It's on the third year, correct? This is third year. Yes, yes, third year for the walk, and then your second year to organize. Is that right?
2: Yes, I um, organized one the first year, but it was very very small. Right. So right. Yes. there wasn't one last year, and this is the third year, and hopefully, it's going to be much larger than my very first one.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It will. It will. So, um, this is, and this is a walk that is held all around the world on October 15th and it is to fight against human trafficking. And, um, so Nikki has, been working on organizing this walk. Um, and then I have one of our cellar door teammates today in the studio, Mackenzie Fox now. Hi, yes. Guys. And Mackenzie came to me several months ago and she said, you know, there's this organization called A21, which is um, the organization who has started the Walk for Freedom. And um, she said, it. you know, it fights against human trafficking and I really want to do a music benefit around this this um, organization. And I said, that's great, you know, let's kind of see what, what we can do. Um, and so the, again, months went by, we just were putting out feelers and, um, my sister-in-law came into town and she was putting together a walk in Ohio. And I thought, this is the same organization that McKinsey wants to support. And so it was a little serendipitous. So I come back to McKinsey and I said, you know, is this it, is this A21 is what you wanna support? She said, yes. And I said, well, my sister-in-law let me know there's already a walk here in Oklahoma City. Let's see if we can join forces with the event that is already taking place and see if we can add a music benefit on. So it's been a really cool, journey over even the last I guess it's been about a month maybe for us like Mm -hmm. maybe we three weeks that um, and I just reached out to Nikki who uh, she she was spearheading this walk and and she and I sat down at Urban Tea House and had tea and kind of discussed what that would look like if we um, bring a benefit concert to the walk so we're here to talk about that Um, it is happening October 15th so we've been moving ahead with plans and um, getting everything uh, ready for the walk and the event. So we, I just want to talk to you, Nikki, a little bit about how, um, kind of your background and how you came to be involved with A21 and why you're involved with A21 and why
2: you've, you know, put together this walk. Okay. Um, well, a couple of years ago, I attend Life Church and Christine Kane who is the individual who started A21, she actually came to Life Church and spoke about what was happening with human trafficking around the world. And as I listened to her, I was just very taken aback and shocked that this was actually happening. And so I just was like, wow, what can I do to help this issue? And it just seemed like an overseas issue at the time. And of course, now I know it's right in our own backyards. here in Oklahoma and Texas and every state in the United States of America. So, um, I initially started financially supporting A21, and then my husband, who is now my husband, he wasn't my husband at the time, who's my boyfriend, but he told me because I had just come back from Texas, he said, "Well, there's actually an organization, a nonprofit organization that um, has a residential shelter for human trafficking." Trafficking victims here in Oklahoma City. And so from that point on, I just connected with them and I worked in the shelter um, until unfortunately I had to shut down due to lack of funding. Um, but now we have another organization that's risen up here in Oklahoma City, which we'll probably talk about here in a little bit. So that is how I um, became involved with A21 because Christine Kane came, Kane came to uh, Life Church.
0: Well, and so, like you said, you volunteered at the shelter um, and tell us a little bit about that shelter and what it did for people and especially in Oklahoma City. So really um, localized here.
2: Yes, so I would volunteer on the weekends because I was um, working at the attorney general's office during the week, and the shifts were twelve hours. So I would go in in the evening and then leave uh, in the morning. But I just figured it, it best to work on the weekends since I had a full time job. And so it was it was at a house. It was at an undisclosed location. Only you know certain people knew where it was located at the time, and you would go in and there were, you know, there might be one person there, there might be three people there, but you always had one other staff member there. And so basically you would just, it was a home environment. So maybe you're watching, you know, very, you know, limited, you know, TV programs or you would play games or you would just sit around and talk or maybe um, the girls would want to be in the room having time to themselves. So basically you're just there to... Um, talk to them if they wanted to, and just to, to be like a friendly face. Mm-hmm. So, of course, to go into the shelter, you had to go through some very specific training, which I went through, and uh, it was just, it's been one of the best, best experiences of my life.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, and this shelter was geared towards women and girls,
2: is that correct? That's correct. What do you mm-hmm. think,
0: what was one of the biggest things that really struck you or that you? when you started working in this field, like what were some of those moments that, you know, I can't, I'm asking asking with my eyes right now. (laughs) No, I I completely um, understand. Tell us some of the turning points for your work um, at the shelter.
2: Well, I think one of the biggest things that I learned is that, you know, first of all, the issue of human trafficking is one of those issues that people just don't really want to address. You know, either you really want to address it, you hear about it like I did and you're like, oh my gosh, what can I do? Like, I can't even believe this is happening. And at the time, I thought it was just happening overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, then I learned, you know, it's happening in my own backyard. Mm -hmm. And what our community perceives to be like prostitution Mm -hmm. and pimps and that entire culture, I mean, that's actually human trafficking. It's it's girls who are pretty much the most vulnerable segment of our society that have grown up and they have been sexually abused or they have been physically abused. They don't have good role models at home. They have dropped out of school or or maybe their parents even sold them mm-hmm. just to make money. Maybe they had a drug habit or something like that. And you just don't think what parent would possibly do that. But I can assure you that happens all around the world, including here in Oklahoma. So I just think wrapping my mind around the fact of what we consider to be like a, what prostitution is like historically mm-hmm. is actually more like human trafficking Um Because, like I said, these girls who come from such a vulnerable place, there's a guy who preys upon them and says, oh, you know, I want to be your boyfriend. You're so beautiful. Buys them gifts, gives them a place to um, rest their head, kind of brings them in and lures them in. And then once the girl feels like, oh, I'm in love with this person because they love me and they're not used to having a lot of love at home, Mm -hmm. Um, then the tables turn. Mm -hmm. And then that's whenever they... uh, the the term is turned out and where they're broken and they start working for their boyfriend who they still consider to be their boyfriend, mm-hmm. but they're going out to make a quota mm-hmm. every single day and they're under threat and they're under coercion. And so I think that's probably the biggest thing that I've learned.
0: And another term that, um, a 21 uses is modern day slavery, which I don't, I think, you know, a lot of people haven't thought about it in that, uh, in that way that it is a modern day slave, you know, situation basically and and it's not so with with the shelter that you worked at um that has since closed the new organization that you're going to be working with also works with boys and men and right i mean because there was the shelter was only for girls and women but it doesn't i mean it happens with both genders it's obviously not gender specific but um so that now the Dragonfly Home, which is what you're going to be a part of and what you guys are working yes. on developing, um, is a a day shelter. Correct? Is that or a crisis center?
2: Yeah, it's it's called a Relief and Restoration Center, and so because it's not a residential shelter that has to be at an undisclosed location. Uh, People can come in and you don't have to just be a female. You can be a male because there's obviously labor trafficking. Mm -hmm. Sex trafficking isn't just, you know, female. Um, It can be male as well. And um, so, yeah, so we're actually, by providing the non-residential services at a disclosed location we're able to reach out to more people and then hopefully next year we'll have the funding to also open up a residential shelter where it will be kind of like it was before obviously if it's residential it will just be females Mm -hmm. um, that will be there but right now we're able to to reach out to a, a broader spectrum of people.
0: And you're inspiring, Nikki, because, and especially since we um, have gotten to know each other over the last several weeks, um, you have had a very successful career, and you decided, you know what, I'm switching directions, and I'm going to work with the Dragonfly Home. So tell us a little bit about that. I mean, there's essentially a leap of faith there, you know, in your own life, and and tell us about that change and how that shift has been for you.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that probably... Where all this comes from, so I was a criminal prosecutor in Texas, um, and I did that for six and a half years after I graduated from law school, and then I ended up moving back to Oklahoma, and I worked at the Attorney General's office, and uh, speaking of, Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt will actually be at the walk to speak. Um, He started the very first human trafficking task force back in 2014, so he definitely has an interest and a heart for that and wants to see it eradicated um, from Oklahoma. And so I think that probably my desire to see bad people prosecuted, which obviously these types of people are, they're not good. They are very, very bad. And so I want to see them prosecuted, but I also want to work with the women. Like I have always... I mean, but even back in college, I mentored younger women, um, not necessarily with like particular issues, but just to mentor them. And so, I, um, being an attorney, I really liked doing that, but it didn't allow me the time that I needed or that I wanted. Like I said, I could only work in the shelter on the weekends. You know, working there overnight on a on a weeknight probably would have been okay, but I probably also would have been really really tired. So. Um, I just decided that I wanted to spend all of my time on this. And in fact, um, ever since my last day, which was August the 31st, I think my parents are like, so what are you doing? You eating bonbons? Like, what are we doing? I'm like, I'm getting up at 530 and I'm, you know, working on the walk and um, meeting with the ladies at the Dragonfly Home and, um, and course planning a few other things as well, mm-hmm. but it's a lot It's a lot of work, but it's good work. And so I just decided I I want to spend my time doing something that's very, very meaningful and powerful to me, and that I think will make an impact on the world. So uh, with my husband's blessing, mm-hmm. I have taken this leap of faith. Cool. I think that's so wonderful. So
1: it's, uh, human trafficking is one of those things that I don't know very much about. I, I'm glad that you explained it. Um, and you were saying how you want to make sure that try to find out a way to prosecute these people. Uh, what can the average person do? You know, I mean, it's not every day you run into this type of thing, but you know it exists because it's such an underground type thing. Other than, I mean, creating awareness about it and awareness about your new organization. Um, like, how how can your layperson help? Do what can we do to like help?
0: What's
2: going on? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think that the main thing, which is what I did when I first heard about it, is I started giving monthly support to A21. Mm-hmm. So they're in 10 countries. I mean, like, very much established in several cities in 10 different countries around the world. So I know that Christine Kane is doing great things. And so I know that whatever money I give, I feel confident in that. But as far as if you want to get hands-on, then you reach out to an organization like the Dragonfly Home, mm-hmm. and you can go through. Um, if if you're a female, and and once the residential shelter is opened, you can obviously you can go and work in there if you go through the training. And you know they don't just let anybody in there. Mm-hmm. But um, or whenever the um, crisis center is opened, which should be next month, um, if you want to go through the training and and go in there and. The other thing that Dragonfly Home does is that they re- they have a ton of partnerships, and so like they provide mental health services, they provide medical care, dental care. I mean, pretty much any kind of care that a person could possibly need that's coming out of that situation. If you're one of if you're a professional in one of those areas, then you could reach out to the Dragonfly Home and say, "Hey, I want to help." Um, your people in this way and so then you would go through whatever training that that is.
1: So is A21 kind of the biggest international organization that deals with this sort of thing?
2: As far as I know, yes
0: yep so and i think also you know i have a four-year-old little girl and it's been um a, she's been a big part of why i have uh, such a passion for this cause but i think also just that awareness you know i remember in years past you'd see a sign about maybe a girl who's missing or you know you'd have you know somebody's parents say you know they they really ha- are missing like we, you know they we feel like they've been kidnapped and you know the some of some of those things kind of i just couldn't i didn't even absorb them i was thinking like surely not surely you know surely she like went to her friend's house and she she's fine you know but i think like just those little bits of awareness and i mean i know even you know where we live there's so many times you know my daughter's running around and um and not that i feel like i need to live in fear like as a mom but at the same time just having a little bit more eyes and ears of who's around me what's going on where is she you know just kind of keeping that awareness um i think has helped for me at least
1: So how do how does A21 Dragonfly House these type of organizations what do they do with the girls to to help try to catch and prosecute the men and women or whatever it has to be whatever it is behind it like do, that we said you mentioned counseling services and things like that because i mean they're obviously scared it's obviously a horrible situation um how, they offer any sort of like legal from a legal standpoint, legal representation or witness protection type, like to help try to catch the people that are doing this, as as another side to this, or is it just taking care of the girls that you can find?
2: No, um, it's it's all all of what you just said. As far as prosecution goes, I mean, obviously, you have to have. Um, the the victim willing to come forward against uh, that person to come and testify. You have to, as a former criminal prosecutor, I know very well how all of that works and stuff. And so, I mean, you, the girl's going to have to go through a lot of um, healing yeah. and and feeling safe, you know, enough time to feel safe to where they know that they can speak out against this individual and they're not going to be killed and their families aren't yeah. going to be killed because that's what they've been told. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they have believed to be true. So, sure, we, um, at, for the Dragonfly Home, will offer court advocacy. I mean, a lot of times, you know, these girls go out and they catch their own cases, if you will. You know, maybe they're arrested for prostitution um, or, you know, maybe they end up having, you know, drug addiction issues as well, and so they have cases like that. So something that I want to do is I want to be able to go with them to court to be a court advocate Mm -hmm. for them, and then also if they are willing to go and testify, help prepare them for what that's going to look like and how difficult it's going to be because they have to undergo cross-examination, and, Mm -hmm. you know, we can all imagine that's not going to be a fun process, but, yeah, like, Christine Kane, one of the, the big things overseas right now is you have all of these displaced people groups and you have all these refugee camps. They are the prime targets mm-hmm. for human traffickers. Like, mm-hmm. hey, you don't have a house. You can't take care of your family. You can't do this. You can't do that. Come with me. I will give you a good job. I will allow you to make money, and you're going to live well in this country, and you can send money home to your family and help take care of them. And then once they get to whatever country or wherever they're going, so there are a lot of porous borders over there, um, you know, all they know are the traffickers Mm -hmm. and they take away all their legal documentation and they're theirs. And then the threats and the breaking and all that stuff starts happening. So, Mm -hmm. so, and it's really not, I mean, there's so many different layers to this issue.
0: It's just, you know, like you said, there's um, people who maybe are selling their children or there's some Mm -hmm. people who have their children kidnapped or there's something, there's just so many different scenarios that, You guys are spreading awareness with Dragonfly Home, and A21 is spreading that awareness. And I think, um, you know, kind of for listeners out there who uh, are interested in more, too, you know, the event on October 15th, we're going to have Dragonfly Home there, and and you'll be there. And we'll, you know, so we're trying to make it an event that people can come and have conversations and, you know, spend the day and um, just get more information. Where is
1: the event? I don't know if you said yet.
0: So yeah, we haven't even uh, talked about that yet. Um, so do you want to kind of share a little bit about what? we've been working on <laughs> sure yeah
2: it's so it's going to be at regatta park which is down in the boathouse district and we're going to have registration at 9:30. hopefully everyone will register online beforehand but for those that come the day of we will not turn you away we would love for you to come um so registration day of is at 9:30. we're going to have um attorney general scott pruitt and uh Agent in charge, Mike Snowden, he works for the Oklahoma Bureau of Narcotics and is the head of the human trafficking unit. They are both going to speak around 10 o'clock, and the walk will start at around 10.15 or so, and it's 2.55 miles, so it's not, you know, strenuous or anything like that and it's just a single file walk and it's a silent walk as well so the point is to bring awareness and for everyone to to think about um, what is going on around the world and then of course we're going to have wonderful artists who are going to be playing afterwards we're going to have some food trucks and some local vendors there um, just to Basically, bring the community together, and it's going to end around 2 p.m. Mm-hmm.
1: So you're walking up and down the river then?
2: Yeah, it's... Um, you mapped out we, the walk already, We yeah. mapped it out. So, yeah, it's partially on the river. We actually go up through... Um, down to Reno, like around Sonic. And then we're going to walk partly on uh, Reno. Well, not on Reno, on the sidewalk (laughs) next to Reno. So yeah. So just around that area. And I feel like that that will give us good exposure. Yeah. And so the walk
0: really aligns with a certain vision and that's why it's single file and um, people wear either the A21 black t-shirts or dress in black. Some people do tape on their mouths and so because it's a silent walk and so one thing that we felt like Cellar Door could really bring in is and Nikki and I talked about this so I said yeah you know I have a four-year-old and so for maybe people with kids or like small children um, that want to be a part of this event but really the walk might not be feasible for them like we are excited to bring in kind of that music component and kind of quote unquote like there's a little bit of a festival component with the vendors and you know we have um the loaded bowl coming out to do to do lunch and um some great creative vendors that are signed on so it's something that you know if maybe people with small children or maybe somebody who can't do the walk who just um is physically impaired to do the walk that can come out and just be in the regatta park space and maybe kind of stroll the vendors listen to music and even get more information so it's a different way to raise awareness but um we're really excited to be able to kind of bring these two components together and Yes,
2: absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, so a very important part of this event, um, Mackenzie Fox, who's here in the studio. So, again, the, the whole benefit concert was Mackenzie's idea, and um, so I, I, you know, I've been lucky to be a part of this, but the, she really sparked this whole benefit idea, the the yeah. music idea. So, um, Mackenzie, tell us a little bit about y- how you came to find out about A twenty one and how y- your, why you were compelled to support with music and yeah. all of the
3: above. Totally. Okay, so um, I came to know about A21 because I was in a girls' group during high school. Basically, it was like a religious youth group. We would get together, and a couple times a year, we would have this sleepover party where we would get a bunch of toiletries and a bunch of stuff that... Um, the local shelter who housed the girls needed, and we would get together and we'd have this big kind of sleepover thing and kind of try and bring new friends each time and just get like a bunch of toiletries to help out the house. And then we'd take it to the house and we'd have a big sleepover and we'd do that a couple times a year. Well, then it grew to um, a Christmas pop-up shop slash conference Mm -hmm. at our church. That, we, um, that I was going to um, in high school. So basically a bunch of people would come in and sell and they would also give like a portion of their sales to A21 Foundation. And we would also have um, kind of like a night of worship, like a church kind of service and people would talk about human trafficking and we would really push that. And there would be people there from the local shelters and just from uh, other organizations that they worked. So when I was there at that one, what really stuck out to me was I had a conversation with a woman who actually works with other um, with another organization, not A21, but A21 does similar things. Um, actually, they do pretty much the same thing. This was just a smaller scale. Um, but she actually went into these places where they held the girls and had them uh, enslaved with bodyguards and a mm-hmm. bunch of people, and they would actually take women from these people, like in these places, and. Oh, wow she was talking to me about how she was in Florida um, like the week before the event and she had pulled out five girls, two of them being four years old um, that were being enslaved and trafficked. And then all of them were under 12. um, So, but four being the youngest one. And I think for me that really shook me to the bone because I was like, you know, a four year old. That is just, I mean, it's disgusting in and of itself, but, you know, the mm-hmm. fact that they really prey on children. I actually looked up the statistic then, and I looked it up again on the way over, but um, 80% of all um, human trafficking is females, and half of it, of all of it, is um, children. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, that really shook me to the bone, and... Um, So it really stuck with me. And then obviously, you know, I um, got out of high school and I went and started to play music and it was still just kind of like beating in my heart that I just really wanted to do something and I was busy with my music. And so I had mentioned it to you because I was like, well, why don't I just throw a benefit show i was looking on their website you know 21 ways they they have like a thing it's like 21 ways of how you can help Mm -hmm. and i was reading down it and it just said throw your own event so i was like okay well that's great like i can do that and that (laughs) kind of ropes in what i love to do and using my passion to stir this up so i had this idea of maybe it could be like um a yearly thing or even you know Mm biannually and then I brought it to you obviously and we sat on it for a little bit and you know it didn't super play out the venue that we wanted and it was like kind of just on hold you know we wanted something perfect obviously Mm -hmm. I didn't want to throw this together you didn't and then we've you know you found out about Nikki and it was just like okay we're, we're doing this like this is happening and it was just even bigger than what I thought it could be and so it was really really cool cool thing to be happening
0: yeah absolutely and I I'm excited because you guys your band the Happily Entitled is going to play yeah. at the mm-hmm. event and, and you've you've curated all the music I mean that's yes. yep, been yep. a we've big part we've got of, uh, the
3: Indigos who are coming to play mm-hmm. um, us the Happily Entitled and then we've also got Jarvix who um, works for Salvador so it's really cool to be able to like rope in these people who also work for Door you know, I've put in, you know, basically since Salvador was starting and yep. in my mind I was just like, I'm here, this is cool, this is great and um, backstory. Jen kind of got me into the music scene when I was just a little baby playing acoustic music <laughs> at open mic, she kinda of started getting my first shows and it was just like every other month or so I was like, Hey, you wanna play this show? And I was just like, Yes. Like I was trying to get in the scene and so anything that Jen does I've been really behind and it's been really really cool and um, so yeah wow. it was cool to have other people from Salvador just being able to kind of hone in on this like event and just be able to you know share their talents for it so
0: well it's been it's been wonderful to I you know McKinsey and I have really grown to have a cool relationship um, yeah. and not only going back to when you were talking about how it struck you that um, children are are victims of human trafficking right. but McKinsey um has a huge heart for children, and she yes. has even taken care of Lelou before. And yeah. she takes care of our friends Jason and Elizabeth Ope, Opie, Elizabeth Risch, Rish and uh, Jason Opie. <laughs> their kids, and um, she is like the child yeah. whisper. I mean, these <laughs> kids love Mackenzie, you know. And so it makes sense, you know, when that that was really like hard on right. you to hear because you really yeah. do have a beautiful heart and a beautiful way with kids. I mean, they just are drawn to you. Um, <laughs> Mackenzie can babysit yep. a kid one time, and she will be their favorite babysitter. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) And so you're just amazing. but yeah, but you and I have really grown our relationship and really connected on especially the music end of like, we both have this passion for local music and events and curation. And so McKinsey's really like grown into this really cool role of, you know, you started off kind of, you know, doing some really uh, like some starter stuff, you know, just like social media or now it's like, she, you know, she's booking and she's um, really curating and it's just really cool. And we've grown together. I mean, we, it's been a lot of learning curves, you know, We've, we've, we've duked it out and we've had you know and I love that I love right. that about our relationship and our, our team um, element that we have developed so totally. um, I'm just yeah I'm really proud of you for w- wanting to do this and then um, get, we're you. getting to collaborate with Nikki and yeah. so um, tell us a little bit about the Happily Entitled and what you guys have been doing I know you have been working hard you guys have working been working hard and we have your husband and I I say husband they're newly married and Dustin Fox is in the studio with us yeah that's one thing we've been doing getting married
3: which is a lot but it's so fun (laughs) and cool (laughs) that that was a month ago right it's a month now yeah a month a month So so
1: how nice is it to just like be done with all that well so funny actually
3: huh, yes we got a low uh, we did the whole Vegas thing so we we had been talking about it for a while because i didn't super prefer like a big wedding which funny enough we are going to be having an actual wedding for our family now so you know i didn't really win with that one but i'm excited um so we talked about it and we actually had a weekend off and we were like Let's just go to Vegas and get married. So we did. And it was such a blast. (laughs) It was such a blast. Um, And now we get to have actually like a ceremony and stuff. And I'm actually really excited about it. Me too.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Well, it's funny. There's three women sitting in the studio right now, and all of our husbands' names are Dustin. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that is really very nice. yes, it's crazy, um, <laughs> quite confusing. So yeah, so Dustin, you and your wife are bandmates as well. How yeah. has that? I mean, you guys have been bandmates for a while. You've been friends for a long time. I mean, you guys have been together for a while. So mm-hmm. how has it been making music with your now wife? Uh, it's been awesome. Mm-hmm. I love making music with my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's a pretty awesome chick. It's
3: fun because, you know, if we were in separate bands, obviously we have other jobs and he's still in school so it takes up a lot of time to be in music outside of what your other responsibilities that you already have and so it's nice that we're in the same band because we get to actually like see each other a lot Mm -hmm. even though we're working a lot so that's kind of a cool element to our relationship it's definitely you know it's tough you know starting a business which is you know kind of what we're doing with our band and um We also teach lessons and um, we co-own a studio with another band here. So we're working, we're pushing a lot and it's, it's difficult just starting businesses and stuff
0: but it's been really cool for our relationship just like growing mm-hmm. so my husband Dustin fun. is in my band too yeah, <laughs> yeah. see so, <laughs> so yeah you kind of rope him in your band right? exactly. keep him busy yep <laughs> gotta get him working for you <laughs> okay. so yeah you guys so. have been doing a lot you've been playing a lot yeah. and part of we're going back to talking about you as um you know a uh, somebody who's been booking and curating mm-hmm. and really managing your band. I mean, you've been doing a great job at that, but like that's, been, that's a whole nother role. So you've been working hard at that. It is.
3: Yeah, we've been playing a lot. Actually, our first year of being a band was in August and I looked back and we had played over 50 shows. Mm -hmm. And I thought that that was quite incredible. Mm -hmm. You know, some of them were really small, you know, some of them we got to play with some other really cool bands or some cool festivals that were happening like G-Fest. And it was, I was really just astonished at all the things that we got to do in this first year that we pushed for. And sometimes, you know, as an artist, you can get discouraged and you're like, oh, I need to do so much more. And it was nice to like actually look back and be like, hey, like I feel good about this i just need to move forward you know so mm-hmm. that was cool it's a lot of work we released an ep in june um so we've just been pushing that and it's been fun it's been a fun ride we're writing new music now hopefully i'm um, gonna start recording in december nice. and probably have something around this time next year i'd say
0: so good yeah. Where can we find your EP?
3: You can find our EP Preface um, on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon. I think pretty much, pretty much anywhere. You can actually order physical copies, too, on CD Baby. You just search The Happily Entitled. And then, obviously, at our shows, we have physical copies there that you can pick up. So Yeah.
0: yeah. So you guys will be at the event um, yeah. on October 15th. Mm-hmm. What time do you guys play? We are playing at 12.30. Perfect. I'm Great. Pretty sure. <laughs> so
1: that before or after the walk?
0: So the walk starts about 10. We're actually going to have, so the walk is going to, they're going to start and everybody's going to kind of get on, on the sidewalk and then we're going to have Jarvik start probably mm-hmm. around 10.30, 10.45, yeah. kind of depending on um, the walk process and then we'll have Happily Entitled and then we'll have the Indigos. Yeah. So yeah, we'll have live music kind of all late morning and afternoon and, uh, yeah, it's gonna we're excited. Be it's going to be fun. Yep. And we need to also, I want to make sure people can find the whole, the event as a whole. So we do have a Facebook mm-hmm. event um, page started. And we've been really encouraging people to keep inviting more people to that yeah. event. So, um, And I like to use an app called Invite All. And what yep. you can do is get it. And then you <laughs> yeah. just invite all your friends One on mind. Facebook. And I think it maxes out at like 1,500. So if you have over 1,500 right. friends, you can't it's keep going. Popular. But yeah, <laughs> but it's, you know, um, for for us, it's like if everybody that's even participating in the walk or every vendor or every, if everybody can just yeah. invite. And the nice thing is um, it isn't just uh, to Oklahoma City. It's not, it's all over the world on October 15th. People are doing the Walk for Freedom. So even, you know, if you invite all your Facebook friends and a lot of people don't live here. It's like they may have a walk going on in their city. So it helps create awareness, um, for people that, you know, aren't just here with us. Um, they can find a location as well and be a part of the walk for freedom. So, um, so let's kind of give some of our the places a21.org is where kind of that that website that has a lot of the information on human trafficking and a21's work and then also there is a link about walk for freedom um and then we seller door is hosting uh on our page the information about our event on october 15th so you can go to CellarDoorMusicGroup.com and it's under a sponsored events the sponsored events tab and it just kind of gives all the basics who when, what where um, and how to register if you want to walk you can register through our site um, if you want to just come and hang out um, you know enjoy vendors and music it's open to the public there's no charge And, um, some of the hashtags used, uh, for this event is walk for freedom. So hashtag walk for freedom and also hashtag human trafficking. Um, so again, there's a lots of different ways you can plug in and, uh, we really, we do want to raise more awareness. We have a couple weeks until the walk and we hope to just keep building up until the day of. So, um, anything else on the event, Nikki, that you can think that
2: we want to make sure to mention?
1: How do people support the dragonfly house?
2: Yeah well they do have a, a website I don't I don't know it off the top of my head but if you were to Google the dragonfly home um, you and you scroll down you'll see the one for Oklahoma City and they will have a, um, a table set up out there so anyone who wants to learn more about that, definitely come out there even if you can't walk for any reason you can talk to to them or you can contact them through their facebook page or i mean they have a facebook page and they have a website so
0: and i know we have linked them to our site so if you go again to our site cellar dot if you click on the sponsored events if you scroll down uh the dragonfly home is sponsoring this event and so we have their link on our page as well so um, definitely sure. plug into them. We want to support the Dragonfly Home, especially it's, you know, it's heartbreaking to hear that the shelter shut down because lack of funding and especially the only shelter that was in Oklahoma City, yeah. in Oklahoma, is that correct? It was the only human trafficking shelter. Yeah. Okay. So I think that we obviously have a long way to go in supporting human trafficking, but I think this is a great start. And um, so that's good to know. Ooh. We want to support more more of the work that you're doing and that the rest of your team's doing with Dragonfly Home. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: talk to my wife?
0: Yeah, okay. his wife is rock star. She what
1: can do? help you out. Mm-hmm. Awesome. that a little bit. Mm-hmm. So come Saturday.
2: Mm-hmm. I will be there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yep. So, um, and then other places we can find you guys. You guys are actually playing um, October 25th yeah. at an event called Edgemere Rocks. And I'm excited because we're actually going to have um, Elizabeth Risch in the studio coming up to talk about... Um, Edgemere Rocks along with Nicknos which is a band that yeah. you guys are friends with yeah, we love and, them. and they have um, an organization called Music to Your Peers yep. so our whole episode will be about music education and how we can bring mm-hmm. music into the schools with the budget cuts and things like that yeah. but this is part of that so you guys are going to be part of that event.
3: Yeah we're going to play. Um, obviously Liz is my boss. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yes. So yes. I watch her boys and they're Amazing, perfect little children who are so cute,
0: and um, I love that you just said amazing, yes. perfect little children because I know if uh, Liz and Jason are listening right now, like, <laughs> <laughs> they, like thank you, oh. Mackenzie,
3: thank you. <laughs> they, they are, are amazing. Though, perfect they just have kids. like my heart though. They're so adorable.
0: Oh, they're and, awesome. Um, they're awesome boys. They're just yeah. yeah. So they're just you know they're starting their whole family. <laughs> they, they are. are. <laughs> we we mentioned the Opie Rish Opies a lot on this sure. podcast, so <laughs> we support Papa. Obviously, John's. they're
3: cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> Go buy some pizza. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so she came to me and um, said that they were just having like a fundraiser thing. Um, basically, you just donate something. It's a silent auction. They were trying to raise money because they actually lost their music program mm-hmm. at Edgemere and I think they're trying to get like a teacher out at least like once a week or something like that they're really pushing to do that because I think they may have lost some of their arts programs too and obviously like I see these boys every day I'm like I play music I don't want you guys to not like have a music program like you this you should have horrible. them talk to a mom yeah when she, they was need a, somebody. she was a elementary
1: music teacher for 30 years
3: yeah well and, they're um, looking for somebody know, she might
1: be into like stop by yeah. Right, mom. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. It may not Swinging be by, saying, that great of huh? pay, but it's a oh, good pay She's retired. <laughs> so yeah, um, we just um, donated. You know, like okay, we'll come and do a set. Mm-hmm. So we donated a set, and someone had um, bought it. Mm-hmm. So awesome. then they decided to throw like a, like a, another fundraising. Uh, event. And so we're going to be playing there. We're like, yeah, we'll support it totally.
0: Well, and that episode will end uh, or air in the middle of October, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to have Liz on, you know, Liz and I um, brainstormed about doing a podcast years ago as like, she's one of my best friends. And I think it was after like several glasses of wine and we, Oh, she would be funny on a podcast. Oh yeah. So I, I am really excited to have her on. <laughs> well, and I'm, and she is, a, I mean, she's a child psychologist, so it's like she mm-hmm. is just doing such amazing work. She yeah. has also a heart for kids, but she's also a really um, she's the president of the PTA at her kids' school, and she is really working hard to keep the arts and music um, alive in, in their school. So, yeah, so you guys will be a part of that coming up. So you have yeah, a couple of awesome events. Yeah, Probably I'm excited about it. So we get to hear a song today. Tell us about what song you're going to sing and why you chose it.
3: So this song is actually a newer song that we've just been working on um, with our new stuff. Um, it's called Bullet. Uh, basically... I wrote it just because I was feeling weak in the moment and discouraged and I was on like a, just a long drive home and I kind of had the idea pop in my head and I sat down and just wrote it and it's just kind of about um, you know like the discouraging parts but of your life you know it doesn't matter like you you are a bullet, you are strong. And mm-hmm. so it was basically just me talking to myself, you know, saying like, my mind is a bullet and I'm sharp, like I'm fierce. I'm, I've got something, I'm worth something here. And so, um, I just picked that song cause I thought it was just encouraging and it's very real in my life right mm-hmm. now. You know, obviously it's a newer song
0: and it's fresh for me. So
3: I thought that it would be a good one to play.
0: Well, that's the beauty of music. It's like, yeah. you know, it can be so personal to somebody else and then translate out to other people. So I think that's a what a cool song for today I think um And we appreciate you performing. Thanks. Thank you. Well, good. Well, um, again, our listeners can always plug into grounded sounds, um, on social media at grounded sounds on Instagram and Twitter and grounded sounds. Okay. On Facebook. And again, we always like to post things about our episodes. So you can find more about, um, our cause today about the, the walk and the benefit and about happily entitled and all that good stuff. Um, And then any other social media tags that we want to make sure to mention? You guys are on um, all the social media outlets for the Happily Entitled. Yeah, Facebook,
3: Instagram, Twitter all of the above. Um, I also was going to say earlier, A21 is actually also on all of these um, social media sites. And it's really encouraging. If you do start donating monthly or you do some work, they post every single time that they rescue someone from anything. They they have a picture and they post it daily. So Mm -hmm. it's nice to follow them, especially if you start supporting it with money or just awareness and really start to push for that. Um, It's nice to see like, okay, this is working. This is what I'm supporting. You know, they're actually rescuing
0: these people. So follow them and watch what they're doing. Awesome. And you can also support, you can donate um, for our October of October 15th event. Um, it's www.ucaring.com and it's um, backslash A21 Walk for Freedom OKC. So if you want to plug in um, to that event as far as uh, giving... Um, money to that that that's where you find it and um again well all of our stuff is on facebook as well so um just you look for a walk for freedom okc and you can find it so all right well we have the happily entitled up next and thank you guys for thank joining you. us yeah, thank, thank you thank so much you it's too. good to wonderful interview and we appreciate it so yeah. all right that's it.
1: thanks for listening thanks for tuning in thanks let's listen to some in. music
0: let's do it
4: The blue Ridge. I'm growing rustless while the cool kids climb to the top while I dance in their dust. I got one out by a rich kid pouring blood, sweat, and tears. No vacation in years. I give it all up for a dream I can't touch it.